I feel so much better. Yeah. I feel like Three I could... Three pieces of pizza will do that to you. Yeah. Like, I, I literally feel like I could do a jumping jack or something. <laughs> you realize, while you feel like that, because you've eaten three pieces of pizza, that because you've eaten three pieces of pizza, if you did a jumping jack, you would vomit. I pass out well before I vomit. <laughs> <laughs> do... I want to see you do one jumping jack right now. Right now? Yeah. What do you do give it. me? Uh, congratulations. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> oh, it's, he's really getting up. Here we go. Do it. Hang on, I gotta remember how to do this. Okay. It's like... It's been a while. It's like opening and closing a scissor, but with your body. So arms go up and legs go out. Like this. Alright, I'm doing it. You ready? Okay, here Three, we go. Three, two, two, one. Oh, and he split his pants, everyone. Where's my congratulations? Uh, congratulations, you didn't have a coronary. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> Is that what you ask your girlfriend to say to you every morning? She asks, like, when you wake up. you didn't have a coronary. <laughs> yeah, when you wake up every morning, she sees that you're awake and alive, and she goes, "Congratulations, you didn't have a coronary." No, but I and I've asked her about this, and she never gives me a real answer. Every time I wake up, I just hear her go, oh, not again." Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, everybody, bringing all of your comic geek and movie news all the time that it takes to eat a good sandwich and enjoy a fat piece of carrot cake, because you had a salad with that lunch, mister, and you've earned that piece of cake. (laughs) My name is Chris Trebo, alongside me, as always, is Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Why carrot? If you're going to get a cake, why would you choose carrot Someone cake? at work had carrot cake today, and it was why? pretty good. It's good. Have you ever had carrot yes, cake? Yes, it's not. Eat a carrot. No, but this is cake, and yeah. it has icing. Then have real cake, not fake healthy cake. If I want to eat something that tastes healthy, I'm going to eat something that's healthy. Yeah, but there was really good, the really good icing on carrot cake. Really then just good. eat the icing. Listen, it's the first thing that came into my head, okay? Fine. You you try coming up with a different thing every <laughs> single time. Uh, no. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've probably repeated like eight of them. And, and I just think they're original ideas every single time. <laughs> I mean, they sneak past me. What, what, are we, what are we doing today? Oh, uh, well, boys and girls, once upon a time, once last we met, uh, we were spinning a, a yarn about a certain... Bounty Hunter. Um, <clears throat> we had, That is Dog the Bounty Hunter. That is Dog the Bounty Hunter. Um, no, we had started to tell a tale, which I feel like it's going to become like our opus mat. <laughs> like I can feel this, gonna, this is going to go on for a little yeah, while. Yeah, this is going to be like a 10 season yeah, show. <laughs> buckle in, everybody. Um, but th- we had been going off of a, an idea that we had a while ago um, that... There was somebody, there's a woman being cast, we don't know who, we don't know what the character's for for the young Han Solo movie, and the idea was floated that possibly this woman could be a former uh, love interest for Han Solo, and then we posited that maybe this could be Boba Fett, and that this woman could have been Boba Fett the whole time, and we didn't even know it. Um, well, I think it, it started with... Yeah, I'm um, not explaining it great. Yeah, well, no, I, there's always been this theory, especially when the expand, before the expanded universe was forced out of the canon, that um, Boba Fett was actually a woman. Right. And so this is all, of course, before the prequels. 
which totally ruined all of that. So it's always an idea that I've found. <laughs> which I just realized we'll get into in reading assignments. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I, uh, uh, <laughs> that's exciting. Although not about, not about mm. Boba Fett. No, but just the prequels. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so they kind of ruined that. It, it seems like a very interesting choice to me to make it uh, a, a woman who Han Solo has had a negative relationship with in some way. Right, which and so, is, I would imagine, the only kind of relationship that Han Solo yeah. can have. So we eventually ended up just trying to figure out a way that we could force this to be canon again. Right. And as a recap, uh, you actually seem to remember it better than I did. Yeah. But we, so so the recap is this. What we covered last episode... Um, if you're if you're not playing them back to back, and why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, is that so? The exposition, or for those of you who don't know, the story that happens before we start the movie, or as is, the French call a certain je ne sais quoi. I don't think that's what they call it. Yep. I don't think that you're using that term correctly. How often have you been to France? Zero times. How often have you right. been to France? Carry on. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, um. What happens is that uh, Han Solo and this young lady, which we still don't have a name for. I don't know that she needs one. Fair enough. That I think that came off more mad than it was <laughs> impressed, but it was more impressed. Han Solo and this young woman are uh, both kind of space cowboy pirates, whatever you want to call them. You're not doing a very good job at a Give recap. Give me a second. I'm going to... The Pepsi's going to kick in in a second. I'm going to have a caffeine high. We're gonna I'm going to go, take over in a minute. running. Um, they are they are working together. They also then develop a uh, relationship together. Um, they get into some sort of a scrape, a scrap, a situation. Um, a sitch, as the kids call sitch, it. A sitch, as they call it in the younger generations. And um, Han Solo kind of betrays her and makes his escape. With the money. With the money. Lebowski. Uh, and so... Uh, the whatever ship they were on, I think we said was like damaged, and um, the ship then ends up going down onto a kind of a desert planet, and it's he Solo believes that she is dead. It wasn't his intention, but it happened. Yeah, and so he left her behind. So she is stuck on this planet. He's sort of like, well, swings and roundabouts. Yeah, <laughs> she, um, she's stuck on this planet. Uh, she survives the crash. Um, and is eventually picked up by and, Boba Fett. And is eventually picked up by Boba Fett. I think we said, like, Boba Fett is on the planet for a little while. and that's Yeah, he's looking for Han Solo. He's looking at... Because yes. he knows Han Solo is in that area. Right. <laughs> so he... Boba Fett went down to the planet looking for Han Solo, found this girl. They realize that they, um... They're on some sort of mount. Yeah. Probably a dewback or a yeah. bantha. They're on some sort of mount have some sort of I think it was like a nonverbal thing that we said was gonna happen where it was like a, some sort of realization she realizes that Boba Fett is looking for Han Solo right well they both yeah describe enough of the people they're right. looking for that they look at each other realize one of them can lead them to the other right. and immediately begin a fight to the death um here's my question though yeah why would it be a fight to the death well Boba Fett why wouldn't they agree to team up together uh, that's a great question, right. and that's a question for the actors. <laughs> but uh, never ask the actors a question. Well, no, no, no. Sorry, that's a question that should be from the actors. Oh, right, right. Um, but uh, it is never answer the actors' questions. <laughs> I I would think a number of reasons. One, um, 
so for for you know, I think if they talked it out, okay. maybe they would realize they're both looking for the same person. Right. But either way, it actually shouldn't matter. So like let's let's think about this. So okay. if if our femme fatale is looking for Han Solo for say similar reasons to Boba Fett, negative reasons. She okay. she wants to bring in this guy. She has no feelings for him. Right. She's just trying to like even out the playing field. Right. Boba Fett finds it out and he's going to be like, well, if you're trying to, if it's a negative reason, that means you're either trying to kill my bounty, which can't happen because they want him alive. Right. Or you're trying to get him for money yourself and he's mine. If it's for a positive reason, that implies that she has feelings for him and she won't let him do whatever. The reason that she, she preemptively starts fighting with him, I think, is because... What is Boba Fett going to do? You know? Mm-hmm. He is going to torture this woman for information. Right. So, like, that's where the fight okay, comes from. That, no, actually, you that's something we hadn't really, like, talked about before. Or at least she is like worried that. about that. Okay, because so, I was going to say there could be something like... Okay, you're right. Either... By the way, I'm going to say, also, just to give this a definitive start, because we didn't... I think last time we kind of went right from exposition into into the story. We never. I want to. St- I I think it'd be awesome to start <clears throat> after the crash. She's on the planet. So like first shot of the movie, it's like desert planet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And she is in a cave or something. She's found shelter of some kind. Right. Something like that. I think just walking with her, like she has like a coat over her head right, for the right, sun, right. just walking through the desert. Right. That's cool. I'm good with that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, um... Like, how about first shot is, okay. is, like, junk in space floating around, and the camera pans down, and we see a planet, and then we cut to her walking through the sand. How about this? Okay. We cut the, the um, the shot you just described with the, her walking in the sand. Yeah. Right? Okay, so, um, there's no crawl. We're gonna rogue one it. Alright. Okay. Um, it's like this, I'm trying to think, it's a long time ago, Galaxy Far, Far Away, Star Wars, Rogue One, and then... You know, isn't that part of the crawl? Long time ago in a Galaxy Far, Far Away? No, Rogue One had long time ago in a Galaxy Far, Far Away. They did. It did. Alright, okay, I can't prove you wrong. Um, (laughs) there's no way to do that. (laughs) Um, so yeah, they did, it did have that, so long time ago, Galaxy Far, Far Away... Cre- title card, whatever the yeah. hell this is called. Bum, bum, bum. Right? And then... And then it's... You can have a music like that, and then it slams to stark, like, red desert planet. Wide shot. Silence. Right? You hear wind blowing and things like that. Maybe a foghorn. <laughs> <laughs> what <are> you fucking... <laughs> trying to do the sound effects all right thanks michael winslow um, walking through the sand um but it's like this wide shot and you think it's just a you think it's like it's an establishing shot yeah you can see like dunes or like what if there's sure. a giant mountain in the background yeah. or whatever and the winds are blowing and everything like that and slowly you just see this dot appear oh sure and it starts to get larger and you realize it's a person walking would that be would it be better to do it to have her walk on from the side as a dot and just slowly make her way across the screen maybe that would probably be more obvious than just because if, if someone walking towards you it just looks like a 
dot in the center. You might right, not be but able that's to tell what that I mean. You could, it, I, but that's I I kind of want that, or like, or it's it's the crest of a dune, and you see the dot just kind of like come up here. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like, I like come that. Come up, and then you. It's very Lawrence of Arabia. Uh, yeah, it comes up, and then you would you don't have to hold on it to like it gets ca- all the way yeah. to the camera, but it comes up, and you w- hold it for a long time, and you see it just get bigger. Yeah, yeah. So, so you can establish that's movement. a good idea. Yeah. And then we can get it, like then we can just cut into yeah. her walking with the I like, like that. a back shot of her walking with the yeah, coat over the head. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> and we kind of like in Force Awakens where you have a little bit of Ray and what she where she lives and everything like that. Yeah, you can get into that, and then it's almost like this. This is getting so detailed, but screw it, I don't care. It's already it's stuff gonna, we've passed. Yeah, it's gonna be ten. <laughs> it's gonna be ten episodes long. I don't yeah. care. Um, and then it's, um, so after we have a little bit of where she lives and everything like that, you can have kind of like a, almost a Spielbergian shot of Boba Fett's ship. Like the lights shine into the thing and she's like, what the fuck is that? And, and like you see the slave one. Do you think we see her land. walking for a couple of days? Because if we see the lights oh. first, cause it should probably be bright and hot. And yeah. then sort of time passes well, yeah, that's as what she I mean. walks. Yeah, I, want, I, I was thinking when we do kind of like an establish of how she's surviving. Yeah. Whether it's in a cave or whatever. Oh, I see. Under tr- whatever. You know what I, I mean? I got you. That's what you meant by yeah, where yeah. she lives. I was yeah, confused. and so time got will it. pass. Got it, that. got it. And then she's finally like, it'll be the end of the day. She's finally going to rest her head to sleep. And all of a sudden lights into the thing. Got it. And then the next shot is like, like I said, kind of a, a Spielberg... Um, yeah, close, yeah. Encounters close encounters thing sure. with the sh- with the slave yeah, one yeah. ship landing. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and from there, that's where like Boba Fett gets out, and I'm looking for a something something. That's not a bad idea. I think it would be more. I think it would be a better option to not have a place where she rests, like a cave or something. I think it's a better idea to just sort of have time lapses. Okay. Have have the camera just on her walking, maybe even left to right. Right. And have the sun go down, have the sun come up. Oh. Have the sun go down, have the sun come up, just okay. constantly walking. Yeah. And then after like the third or fourth time that happens, it just like fades and she's just laying on the sand face in the sand. Oh, I like that. And then like maybe we get a close up on her and we hear first from far away, you know. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And it lands. Yes. And he gets out and sort of pokes her. You know, yeah. To ask, maybe to ask her, have you seen a man walk by here? And she can say, no, I've been by myself for like three days. I need help. Is right. there any chance you could take me into town or whatever? And he's like, all right, fine. Come on. Um, <clears throat> I, almost want to, <laughs> I almost want there to be, be where like he pokes her and like you think he's testing to see if she's dead. And she wakes up and he turns and he doesn't get startled by this or anything. He just turns and she looks at him puzzled, but he's just like, I'm looking for a man. Like he yeah, just launches yeah, yeah, right yeah, into definitely. it. Like, like he's not going to ask her what her situation yeah, is or what perfect. the hell she's doing at all. Yeah. She, he's just focused on the mission. He's like, I'm looking for a man. Um, I, I, blah, 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 blah. He explains a little bit. And then she's like, I, I need help. Yeah, yeah, that's and actually I, great. She's like, do you have any water? He's yeah. like, have you seen him? Yeah, and she's like, no, it's just been me. And there's this pause, and then he just turns to walk yeah, away, and he turns he and starts walking away. She's like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, um, I think eventually she can convince him that she can help him find. Yes, exactly. I can be a second set of eyes, yeah. um, <clears throat> or if you ever need to sleep, you know, I can, right. I can keep a lookout, right? Something like that. Um, 
Yeah, because I think, and then I like the idea of as they slowly start to work together yeah. to search for this man. They you know start what? revealing At this point, more and more. Actually, you could. I here's what I think. Actually, I'm gonna go back on what we said last episode. I think you can. He can say it's Han Solo, and then she's like, yeah, "No, but I hate that motherfucker." And he, what he does, and you'll find this out later, is that the reason he takes her isn't as an assist, but like you said, he can pump her for information about him. See, here's the thing about and that. And she thinks he's helping her. I, and I he's going to use her and torture her and then... I don't like that. Okay. What In my mind, <clears throat> and you know, I'm always looking for like the most honest, realistic thing. Right. This man, if he felt that she had information, he would just shoot her in the foot, tie her to a rock... And say, tell me what you know about Han Solo. And if she said, I'm not telling you anything or I don't know anything, he'd shoot her in the other foot. True. You know, I, I think it has to, as soon as he knows, he goes yeah. to do that and she has to stop him. Okay. Because the other thing I was going to say is, as soon as he says, I'm looking for a man, blah, 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 blah. Logically, I think he would say his name is Han Solo. See, do I don't know? think he would. I think he would just say, he would start with, have you seen a man? And if she said uh, no, he'd be like, great, Bye. Okay, you know? I see what you're and saying. And then she can eventually convince him. And then as they're traveling, she can say, you know, I'm looking for someone too. And he can say, right. I don't care. Or whatever, oh, you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> like, I think he doesn't talk that much. Yeah, maybe not you know at what all. I mean? um, maybe she is trying to find out if he's looking for the same person that she is. So she's like, I'm looking for some. Like, right. it occurs to her that she knows who Han Solo is. Right. She knows there's a lot well, of people looking could, for him. He could... Um, no, she. They're still on the planet during this whole thing, or are they yeah. on his. They're on Dubac. They're on Dubac. Okay. So what if she's like, I'm looking for someone too. No response. It's a smuggler. You know, whatever. Just slowly right. trying to like get any information out of him. Right. And then as soon as she sees a recognition in him, the two of them go at it. Okay. Okay. He probably goes for his gun, and she like grabs his arm. They fall off. Whatever. You know whatever. What? I would say take them off the dewbacks then. Well, that's what I mean is they fall off the dewback. No, I'm saying don't even bring the do- Because if you're thinking, okay, so if it's the scene where she's lying on the desert floor. Yeah. And he shows up and is like, I'm looking for a man. Like you could, where would the do? you know what I mean? Like where would the dewbacks even come from? Like, well, he's where- got them. Right, but why would they get on them? Like where are they going? He's going to town. Oh, see, I'm thinking this is, like, just no... Like, this is just the war, desert, desert. Well, yeah, but, like, there's always towns oh, yeah. in it. Like, Tatooine is wherever, wherever uh, oh, I see what Luke you're is from. Yeah. And I was thinking this might be Tatooine, actually. I don't like that only because it's, like, yeah. really on the nose. Yeah, no, I, right. Plus, I want this to be one of those non-Destiny stories. Sure. sure. The, so, I agree... It works, though, because, like, Han Solo would probably tend to stay in the same, like, five to ten planet areas. Right. Yeah, And if there's true. a desert planet, no, that, it no. would make sense that he would be flying to the cantina, you know? Yeah, I just... Uh, the reason where I... He, where he clearly hangs out looking for work. Right. No, you, that does make sense. Yeah. I, the, I think Tatooine, though, is kind of tainted yeah. in that sort of No, aspect. I agree. You I mean, it's too I mean? bad. May, well, if we get... If we were to do this movie way down the road, maybe, right. maybe, maybe it'd be maybe, a little yeah. easier. Um. Okay, that's fair. Then, yeah, you're right. Okay, so it's a vast desert planet. There are some cities, but she has landed, like, in the yeah. middle of... So then, yeah, so then Boba Fett 
when he got to this area, he he was going to go to the town, but he spots whatever right. her crash is. And he's close enough that they and can he's just... like, oh, I'm going to check out the crash first, because yeah. that might be his ship. Right. Finds this woman. She could lie and say something like... A, a reason to, for, her, for him to let her follow him is like... She's like, I haven't seen him. And he, he gets the do back and he's going to go. And she's like, but wait, wait, wait. But I know my way around this city. I oh, could sure. help you. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> I can help you get the ins and outs. If you just walk in and start asking questions, nobody yeah. knows you. They're, they're going to close all their doors. Yeah. I can I can get you into who you really need to talk to. Would that work, though, with Boba Fett, who can probably do that anyway? Because he's Boba Fett? Um... Let's say yes. Here's the one nice thing about this Boba Fett. We don't really know who the fuck Boba Fett is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's not enough material that's now in canon yeah. in the movies. No, that's true. And you can kind of do this. I, I think we're overthinking it, though. Like, I really think if she's just like, look, if you let me come with you into town, right. it's not going to be a hindrance to you. And in fact, I'll be a second set of eyes. Just please let me, Fair. you know? Fair, but that's what I mean. I think she assists. She, yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. And then they, so they figure out, yeah. okay, and then we have a sweet do-back chase. <laughs> chase. And then. <laughs> At two and a half miles per hour. do-back crawl or yeah. brawl or whatever. And then, okay, and that's where she kills him. Yeah. Right? Okay, cool. So then, <clears throat> does she, maybe instead of, because last episode we said the way she, she, figures out to become Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And she's flying in his ship and she's trying to get into something in the call sign. So maybe instead... I think we had said, and maybe not, maybe I just thought of this, but right. that she feels the sun as hot as it is, right. knows that she's going to be under this cooking sun forever, and you right. can even demonstrate it by her looking up at the sun and right, just right, like right. feeling it. So she puts on the armor to right. protect herself from the sun. Right. And then slowly makes her way back to the ship. And then, yeah, the only reason she continues to pretend to be this person who she's killed. I mean, partially probably because she just killed a person. And if she says, I'm not this person, she's going to have to answer for why this person is dead. Well, you know what you could do is you could kind of gild the lily a little bit. And and by that, I mean she goes into town. Um, She uses the do-back to go into town because... She clearly needs like yeah. water. Maybe she did. Yeah. Here's an idea. So so to make that okay. work, to make what you're saying work, how about he doesn't land near her? He okay. lands at the site, okay, wherever the ship is, yes, and then follows her tracks with a dewback. Yes. So she doesn't know where the ship is because okay. it would make the most sense if the ship was if she knew where the ship was, she'd just go back to the ship. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Um, right. What I was gonna say. So yes, we'll take that where he follows the trail. Great. I like that. So then she, uh, blah, 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 do back fight, kills him. Um, I like the idea. I don't think she puts on the helmet but I th- or the whole armor, but I like the idea of her putting on something of his, like to protect from his, whatever, but something that has like a... The Mandalorian symbol. Yeah, the Mandalorian symbol. She gets into town. She... Is how does stuff. she... All right, let me... Let me how does she end up getting it then? End up getting what? The rest of his suit. I mean, okay. So the sh- his ship, Slave One, is still back at her crash site. Nice. Her okay. crash site. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, so she can leave all that stuff out yeah, that's in a good the fucking call. desert. Yeah. She goes into town to get water or something like that. 
She's not even looking for information. She's not. She's just trying yeah. to get basic after, supplies. And after she rests up, she <clears throat> makes the decision. She can afford to, like, maybe she steals a craft of some kind to go out and find his ship eventually. Right, exactly. Got it. But while she's in town, what I was going to say is, you like you can gild this Lily about the idea of taking his identity. Yeah. By, she has some of his armor on or some sort of thing with it, with the symbol on it. Yeah. And without even being prompted... Someone, what's it, say the, the name again? Mandalorian. Mandalorian. I almost well, said Mandal. I was like, <laughs> Mandalorian. Mandalorian is not. Well, we had, we had said too, there's something that happens at some point where a person comes up and sort of gives her a hard time about something. Like, you're not supposed to be right, here. Exactly. Like, you got to get out of here and maybe shoving her. And someone else interjects and it's like, whoa, whoa. Look, yeah. my friend didn't mean anything. Please don't hurt us. Right. You know, dude, that's a Mandalorian symbol. Like, you don't mess with those people. She can do yeah. whatever she and she's wants. Like, what the fuck is Yeah. And, um,. Well, you could even have it where someone gives someone gives up information that might be related to Solo. Oh, sure. Like someone knows Solo. Yeah. And she's like, and they're like, oh, I heard you were looking for Solo. Because all they've heard is like a Mandalorian is looking for yeah, Solo. Yeah, it could be. Or even, even hey, are you friends with Boba Fett? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've got information I've got for infor- him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw Solo, you know, Solo, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And, um... That, yeah, and so that, which is good, that, yes, because then she can take a ship and have a direction to go. Right. So without even asking, this person offers up this information. Yeah. And it's just through wearing part of his thing. Yeah. And then so she goes back, she takes a ship or whatever, she goes back to the crash site where Slave One is. Um, <clears throat> Maybe she sells the do back to get a, a she sells the do, to like get that. like a speed uh, what are they what are those called the thing that Luke has the speeder a, yeah something like that I don't remember what some, they're called somebody's land gonna, speeder I think yeah, it's a land speeder I think so yeah. some somebody's gonna write on some <laughs> fucking Reddit that we don't know what this is but I don't yeah. care it's it's just a box with mirrors on the bottom so it so you can't see the wheels yeah exactly <laughs> it's really it's the Flintstone car yeah and you just can't see their feet moving. yeah basically um, she goes back to Slave One. She takes off. Um, sets coordinates sets for coordinates wherever Han for Solo wherever is. It is. Blah, 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 He's blah, getting blah. his training from Yoda on Dagobah. He's, shut up. He's, um, <laughs> so she starts going there. Yeah. When she gets there... Here's a, here's a question. Okay, go. Is it possible that Han Solo is taking the money he has just uh, thwarted out of our heroine to the huts? That is an interesting tie-in, and I would totally be okay and with that. she's got to get it back she's got to stop him before he gets there so she can get her cut of the money you know what you could do is you could make this whole story one of those things where han solo has just been wherever she gets to yeah so like yeah, yeah. She, so like the person when she's wearing the thing yeah and he was he, just here he was just yeah. here he's going to the he's going to the huts right to um to blah 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 blah. She goes to the huts. Well, he was just here. He did X Y and Z. Now he's going there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Everywhere yeah. She the, goes... the problem with that though is that I like the idea of there being this surface level, almost shallow thing that she thinks is the reason she's searching for Han Solo. Right. Like the money. Right. If he goes to the huts, and also he can't go to the huts with this money to pay them off. Right. Because then, then he he's paid them off, and right. then Boba Fett isn't coming after him in a new hope yeah um 
or maybe he just pays part of it or something. You can well, do that, but no, but you could. I mean, but I like the idea of of her chasing him down and maybe eventually getting to him and being like, "Look, I I came, you know, I I don't care about you. I want my money, you know, or whatever." Right. And that's the the what she says, which right. is different than her actual well, the, motivation. But even so, the if it's she she thinks it's just the surface level thing of mm. I want my money. Even if he had given used the money and gone to the huts, he still owes her that money. Oh, sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you could still do, like, he was just here. I heard he's going there. Because she's not going to go to the huts and be like, well, that was part of my money. Yeah. You know what she's I mean? She's going to go to Hansel and be like, you owe me that. You owe yeah. me that money. I don't care that you spent it already. You yeah. still owe me that money. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Hansel clearly has done multiple deals with the huts. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be the one that comes up in A New Hope. Sure. Or it could be he's just paying off a big chunk of it. Yeah. Could yeah. be that too. Um, but it could be one of those things, like I said, where it's like... She gets information that he's here, which I also love because she can. There can be a moment of like, "What a fucking idiot!" He like, he yeah. left me for dead on this planet, and then he turns around and he goes to the next city over, and that's where he's hanging out, the jackass. <laughs> yeah, like that can fuel her hate for yeah, him. Yeah, sure. Him. And then um, goes to the huts. The huts are like, "No, he was just here, but he's actually he. I heard he's going off to blah blah blah, or last I heard, or someone plastic, whatever. Blah. Yeah, sure. And then she takes off and goes. So she's in Slave One. Right? She's going to the next planet. When she gets there, it's under some sort of, like, empire control sure. or empire yeah. observation or something. Yeah, like, there's yeah. a brigade of Star Destroyers kind of swarming about. She gets to... And you can have, like, that um, that light speed thing where, it like, you know, it's light speed, light speed, slams, sh- stop, yeah. and then it's just, like, fleet up. <laughs> and she's like, oh, fuck <laughs> um and they're asking for a call sign and everything and she doesn't know she doesn't know and then um and that's where we have that moment of she either figures out what the call sign is or somebody realizes who shipping well, we, is we or what done, was what we had said was and we'll have to figure out something that happens right before this to get her to put on the helmet because what we had said was they're like oh, right. who's in there who's and in they like either. video call in and they're right. like oh Boba Fett yes. oh man Oh, right, right, right. That's right. Yes. So she's got to put on the helmet oh, for some for, reason. Yeah, okay. Okay. My, I mean, my first instinct is a dumb, is a really bad one, which is like, somehow it accidentally gets onto it. How about this? But How about, you know, she's got most of the suit on, <clears throat> right? For the sun yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Or uh, or maybe not. Maybe she doesn't have any of it on yet. Maybe, okay. maybe she didn't even put any of it on. Okay. But what if they're like, you know... Um, what if the the video thing pops up and she like freaks out and ducks? Right. And they're like, "Who's in there? We we need to investigate to see who this is." And she's right. like, "Oh fuck, I gotta look like this guy." And yeah, she just puts yeah, the helmet that's on fine. and pops up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That okay. That's the simplest answer. I was at first I I thought about something like that and then was like, that's actually too simple. But no, you're right. It's yeah. not. It's not too simple. It makes yeah. total sense. Yep. Um, Occam's razor, man. Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, Boba Fett." I'm so sorry. And what if they're like, Lord Vader has been expecting you for yeah. some time. You're okay. you're quite late. Yeah. And yes, I like all of this. And then she's just like, put the whole suit on. Right. You, no, I like this. Lord Vader has been expecting you. You're quite late. Tractor beam. Yeah. Getting pulled into a Star Destroyer. Yeah. Because that way, again, there's this kind of idea. I think it's fun to, she's half in control of this situation. Right. And half very much not. At least for this, at least for the first part of the movie. Yeah. Of like, she's just getting pulled into these situations and 
other forces are making her become Boba Fett. Right. As opposed to her making a full choice to do sure. it. So she's like, well, shit, now I gotta put... Which is a good excuse for her to put on all the armor. Right. She's like, fuck, now I gotta put on all the armor. Um, I think there's a great moment we can have, too, where she realizes... Like, she's, she's talking to Darth Vader, who she probably... She either knows nothing about, or she definitely knows who this guy is. Right. Um, but <laughs> there has to be a moment of clarity when she realizes, oh my god, he's gonna pay me to find Han Solo. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Yes. Because, yeah, alright, so I like that too. I like the idea of Darth Vader coming and wanting Solo as well. Right. Um, so, like, everyone... Once again, it's very Han Solo-esque. Everyone in the universe is after Han Solo. Yeah. And she can't believe her luck that, like, everybody wants this asshole. And she can't get over, like, God, he's such an idiot. Because I like... I I keep saying I like, but I'm just kind of building yeah, on these, yeah. these themes that we can use. It's a good choice It's a good to choice do. to do because um, it also fuels this inner thing of like what the hell did I even why did I like this guy like yeah what was I even thinking this guy's an idiot sadly I I'm pretty sure the only reason Vader hires Boba Fett is to get Luke and Han Solo happens to be on the same ship that Luke is right I think that's something that happens oh in in the movies yeah in the movies um Oh, what about... Because there's this, is, there's this fan theory that I think I've told you about that Boba Fett killed Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Yes. I wonder if there's some way we could do that. Because that happens... I mean, that happens during A New Hope, but it's like right at the beginning. Oh, that she she's actually the one who kills yeah. Uncle Owen and Aunt Or Beru. maybe Boba Fett did right before. Something like that. Do you think it could be as part of the action sequence during their fight, Boba Fett and her fight, that they are innocent bystanders? Because if you think, if you think, like, Luke's family is kind of separated from the city and everything, you know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah, are they're, not, they're of, not in the they're city. They're not in the city. So if they're making, the, if the two, if Boba Fett and, and are, are, protagonists are making their way to the city here's an idea okay <sighs> i'm gonna start tearing up just from thinking of this oh boy what if there's this, a small chase scene yeah she gets away from boba fett yes uh maybe his gun gets lost in the sand and he chases after her and they i know where you're going they, keep going they give her sanctuary yes and he comes in and is like i know she's here and they're like i don't know what you're talking about and he just like blasts them to look for her. Hold on. Hold on. I'm thinking if I can modify this or if I like it the way it is. I feel like it can be modified. No. Well, all right. I'll float this out, but I actually think yours is better. But just okay. for the sake of floating it out, sure. I'll do that. She runs in, and instead of really just giving her sanctuary, they're just caught up in the situation. Like, all of a sudden, a strange woman walks in. Yeah. He goes to blast her. 
No, hold on. I gotta think about this. No, I, I, I sort of know where you you're going. It's just sort of random. That, yeah, that it's just sort of random. I like it that, way better though. That I mean, you that said you like mine better. That it's yeah. a, it's an act of it's hope act of and thing. courage. Yes, there's a moment. Yeah, we will hide you. Yeah, Don't worry, you want, it's gonna I like be that okay. Because it actually enforces Luke's character in a way. Yeah, you know what I mean. And how he was raised. And how he was raised. So yeah, I kind of there's kind of a John and Martha Kent to, aspect yeah. to this. Yeah. Um, that I that is appealing to me. So yeah. And you know what? It's not even. There's no explanation. This what this this woman walks in. She's clearly in some sort of distress. Yeah. She runs in, doesn't say anything. That before there's time to explain anything, like she runs into that little kitchen thing or whatever. Yeah. Um. Before she's time to, they're sitting there having their blue milk or yeah. whatever the fuck they have. Before there's time to say anything to these people. Right. Or these people say anything to her. Boba Fett shows up in his figure in with the gun and everything. It's clear he's a threat. And Uncle Owen, like sh- the girl goes and hides. Uncle Owen and, and, and um, I said Aunt Martha, but that's not right. Uh, <laughs> Aunt May. Aunt May. That's, thing that's right. Of course. Um, Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru. Baru. Juniper, whatever fuck her name is. They turn and look at Boba Fett. And he just says, where is she? And they say something like, Who? do they lie? Do yeah. they say she's not here? Or do they say yes. we're not giving her up? No. Because then, then he knows that she's there. Okay. They, they're smarter than that. Okay. Who? Fair. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yes. And then and then he's like, no, you know who I'm See, I don't even think girl. it goes that far. You think he just blasts them? Yeah. I think, where are? where is she? Who? Okay. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, you're right. Boom. Boom. Who? What, yeah, who? What are you talking about? He looks. He looks at Owen. He looks at Baru. Blast! Blast! Yeah, like he, that's what he, I think. He's like, nope, they're lying. I, I and I, blast, I really blast. like that idea, and I don't know which one of these I like better. But the original thought I had, it's much more mm. of a like Coen Brothers or, or David Lynch style. Right. She runs in, asks for help, and it's sort of shaky cam behind her. Right. Um, and they are they look out and they're like, oh my god, uh, uh, yeah, we have a we have a spot, we have a hiding spot right around the corner here, and it follows behind her over the shoulder. They open this, like, maybe a trap door or a fake, right. uh, false wall or something. Right. Hide in here. We'll make sure whoever's coming after you doesn't find you. And she goes in and the camera goes in with her. Okay. And we just hear the conversation happening and the two blasts while the camera is on her face. I don't know which one I'm I like better. I'm 50-50 on that. Yeah, me too. I think less, I think even if we wanted that, I want there to be, like, almost no dialogue during it. Well, yeah, it's I just was, all through facial. Like the whole oh, conversation. Do you mean facial. her from her? From her or in general? In general. See, I, exactly. I was thinking more like no, nothing, nothing. I think I think it's like she runs in, like I said, and it speaks to their character as well. She runs in; they can in an instant see the distress in her. They look at each other, they sort of agree other. in silence. Yeah, um, and then hide and her. act, and then she's she gets hidden. And the only dialogue is, where is she? Oh, okay, yeah. I, see, when you said no dialogue, I thought that's the part you meant, no dialogue. No, 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 yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah I like it's, that. It's a lead-up before. I don't want there to be explanation of, like, there's a man, he's after me. Yeah, yeah, no, no, oh, that's we good. Can hide. Like, yeah. it's just they, all they recognize, eye contact. They not only know what is happening, but they realize that time is of the essence. This is a soul in need. It is urgent. Yeah. She, she must be hidden. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Do you think, then, she... Ooh. Is that where she ends up killing him? Does she sort of sneak around and find him? Does he find her? Yes. I think he... Yes. I think that whatever... Whether it's a... 
whether it's a quick fight or drawn out fight, I think that's where it ends. That's going to be the end of it. Sure. Um, Because Luke never goes inside. Like, he just sees his aunt and uncle. Yes, and that's where it ends. Because she can go into town. um, Okay, ends with uh, the death of Aunt May and Aunt Beru and the whole thing. All the aunts. All the aunts, some of the uncles. Um, Fight happens between the two of them. Boba Fett dies. She goes to just go into the town, right? We have the whole thing with the... She puts on part of the thing and we get word on... Uh, Han Solo and somebody recognizes the symbol and what if she that. what if she puts on the thing because her clothes are torn from the fight that's I like that Great. I like that too um then she to get rid of his body mm-hmm. she's the one who lights the whole thing on fire remember how Luke goes back oh yeah and it's all lit on fire is it I don't even is remember. it all burning I don't know we could check. I, I think, think they're is. on fire. They're on fire, but I think there's. I we'll think have to check. Like, but yeah. either, but I like it. It, it looks. Yeah, but that sounds she, good. She and because you're right, he never goes in. Yeah, Luke never goes in. So really, to get rid of Boba Fett's body. Yeah, she's the one who lights it up. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, I really like that. And then blah 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 goes to the huts. Blah 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 blah. And then that explains as well why Vader says to her in Empire Strikes Back, she stops her and is like, listen no disintegration rays. Right. Because he thinks that she did that to Aunt uh, Baru and Uncle exactly. Owen. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So this segment is going to end with... Yeah, let's pause at that. Well, well, it ends with her being interviewed by Lord Vader for a potential position and she yeah. finds out that it's to find Han Solo. Yes. And she's in like Flint. Okay. Awesome. Great. Great. To be continued. So we're doing something slightly different than we have in the past. Yes. We're only doing one... Reading, uh, assignment. reading assignment and it's something I gave to you. Do you want to talk a little bit about yeah, it? Yeah. So this is give me give me the name again because I can't remember. Uh, Red Letter Media's Plinkett review of Plink- the Phantom Menace. Yes. So you sent me uh, Plinkett's review of the Phantom Menace. This is a I think it's a seven part yep. thing. Um, uh, the, each each video is about ten minutes yep. long. It's about seventy minutes total. It's, so it's about seventy minutes yeah. total. Well, this guy goes through. Um, he goes through episode one. Just I mean, he's one for all of them, I yeah. think. But he just goes through episode one. The one, one I gave you one. is episode one, yeah. Um, and he just picks apart why the hell they're so bad. And it's interesting because, one, I think originally you, you hear this idea and you're like, well, we all know they're bad. Why yeah. would you even bother with this? Right. But two, um, he really, like logics out yeah where all the flaws were and, the, and, and in some ways where it could have gone right yeah it is the smartest most succinct review of that movie it that really I've is found it, which i love because he just said it's the most succinct at 70 minutes it is because um, he really like he, he will spend like really three words too. on something yeah he's really um I like the last the last chapter the last yeah. ten minutes of it is just like this doesn't make any sense and this, this doesn't, doesn't make, make any sense, sense why does this happen why does the kid have a child sized helmet in the cockpit right <laughs> yeah there's certain things that I'm like that's hilarious and it's a really good point the first ten minutes it's actually really brilliant like yeah. it was kind of film 101 yes um he lays things out on how a character works and how a protagonist works and how a story structure works yeah that makes sense that um 
you know, this is the type of character you need for this type of story, and this is what happens to them, and this is, if you look at all these other examples, this yep. is how it works. And he, he refers to them as a protagonist. Yeah. Protagonist. <laughs> um, but he has, I mean, he has really great examples. Yeah. Back to the Future Very is one. Smart. Which, by the way, is an interesting because I also just watched a Back to the Future documentary. Oh, that's right. really good. Um, but he talks about Tremors. He talks, he about, talks about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, uh, Terminator, Gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah, uses, I don't know if you noticed too, but there's a part where he says, uh, you know, if our hero wins, sometimes maybe he'll also get the girl, girl. in the end. Is he and it's on the Charlie and, and Willy Wonka. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. I love that. Um, so I really, the first one, the first, the first, I almost said the first episode, but you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. The first, first 10 minutes. 10 minutes of it. That was fascinating. I was watching like, how the fuck did I never put this together? Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of, it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, no, I knew that, but it's put in a way that crystallizes it. Well, I think it. the first section as well is one where he asks people to describe Star Wars characters. I think it's the second, but I know oh, what okay. you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But that's the other thing is like, then he gets into the characters. Yeah. Whenever he does like the story and then the characters and da da da, it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I really like all of it. There are certain times when I'm like, and I get he's doing this for for a certain reason like the character no the plot the plot points like there are some parts where i'm like yeah movies man yeah you sure, know what i'm saying sure, like, sure. like why did they go into the vent i'm like because it's a movie what well no no it's how did how did they how did he know oh how did he know and he's I'm like, like they've gone into the ventilation shaft sir yeah, how do you know that i said how do you know that yeah how do you know that i'm like because it's a fucking movie that's yeah. how you know movie but there's some stuff like no the, no no but, no, no, but yeah. i was gonna say like the, the 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 protocol droid knowing that they're jedi knights right makes no sense right yeah <laughs> well it's not even knowing that they're jedi knights doesn't make any sense but you're but he was right like that whole sequence of like she just goes and tells them like yeah. they don't even try to disguise it that she just goes they don't and even tell ask them. first they don't to ask make sure first. They they're just taking the word of a droid right. my favorite part of that whole review is him <laughs> referring to one of the lines as the dumbest line in the movie oh they surely they must be dead by now <laughs> destroy what's left of them yeah and you're like <laughs> the dumbest thing yeah and it, that line never really like yeah never occurred it to me never occurred to me and then i listened to it and i'm like because then he's like why not just leave them in there for six hours yeah. who cares yeah and i was like no that's true if they're dead just leave them in there for yep. six hours just, just make sure dead. and then six hours later you're just let's crack this open they got they're definitely dead now yeah. um <laughs> but yeah the, i like overall it he's very smart i can't i can't fault anything he said yeah like i said some of the time i was like because it's a fucking movie yeah. whatever well Who that's cares? what i think is that this is this is you know this is a review <clears throat> that takes literally, literally every, every problem problem yeah. Even if it's a small one that shouldn't... If, if it was the only problem, you'd be like, ah, it's fine. Whatever. But, Movie logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But when it's but one in right. a sea of sea thousands. Of thousands, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it is really fascinating. I, I will say, like, you had said how much you love it. And, That's so and funny. it is really funny. <laughs> He's talking about the toys. And he goes down in the basement. Like, the skeleton is there. And then, like, the hooker is there. So it's crazy. That's, it's really funny. And the and pizza he is, rolls. Oh, he's going to mail pizza rolls to people? Yeah. it's <laughs> Every now and then my girlfriend and I will say to each other, email me if you want a pizza roll. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the one where he's like, why why use this gas? Why not carbon monoxide? Yeah. It's, it's odorless. It has, it's odorless and colorless. 
and it works perfectly on your ex-wife. <laughs> I mean Jedi. I mean Jedi. I really like when he's like uh, he says something about the the raid when he's describing oh, the best kind of raid like to use to kill, kill a person to kill a hooker who's trying to crawl out of your cross. Yeah. He's like, you want to use the f- fast kill, kill low him. irritant? It comes it's in the, the blue, blue bottle. bottle. You're gonna need about six ca- chapter four. Yeah, it's, just, <laughs> it's concentrate too. Yeah, they're so funny. They're so abrupt. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's really funny. It definitely is one of those things, like, if you got to spare 70 minutes, and who yeah. doesn't? I mean, it's it's worth it. It is worth it. It's worth it. canceling whatever you have on your schedule to yeah. see. It's also nice because it's one of those videos, like, you can put it on, you know, you can put yeah. it on work. You don't have to watch right. it, watch it. You can just listen to it. You can just to listen it. to it. Yeah, it's is, is there anything you disagree with? specifically on like a major level other no than there was things. nothing and that's the other thing is like he is right on everything one because it's the phantom menace yeah. and it sucks it's but really two bad. because he's very smart about yeah. this stuff he is there's nothing that i was like oh no he's totally off on that like i said the the worst it ever got was somewhere around like the third or fourth episode yeah when in, he's picking apart the plot and sometimes he's like why would you do this and i'm like because it's the movies and yeah. you just go with it. And it's a Star Wars movie and you just don't think about it. That is much. there anything you think he's missed? But that's the missed. worst it got. No. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's everything bad minutes, about it. At 70 minutes, there's no way he missed something. <laughs> there's no way he missed I mean, something. the movie's like 30 minutes longer than that. So there's probably 30 minutes he missed <laughs> worth of garbage. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, all right. Then let me ask you, what do you think is the... Do you Is there something that is the best part of The Phantom Menace? The end credits. That's, I mean, that's the obvious joke. Um, is there the say the question? What is what is the best part of the Phantom Menace? Like the best scene, the best character, whatever, whatever is the most enjoyable part. Um, I think if they had, see, even even trying to say it, I have to like justify it with some sort of thing that's not actually in the movie um i like darth maul a lot i think they they established a really good um not villain villain but like henchman in it yeah um henchman's a good word yeah because uh, i was gonna say that's the obvious choice for me too and the more i think about it though the more i'm like well he's a great shell of a character right but that's what i mean but yeah. i like that i, I and people are like, well, he's a shell because he doesn't talk. But I actually like that. I Not like because that. of that, but because we don't really know his motivations. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, but They do expand on that, I think, in Rebels, the TV show. Do so, they? Yeah. yeah, I know he comes back. And there have been a couple. I know there's a new Darth Maul com- prequel comic. Oh, nice. Um, I read a, the first issue of another Darth Maul comic from a couple of years ago. That's pretty good. But that's what I mean. I think they at least establish a character that yeah. it's worth exploring, that fans want to explore. Definitely. I actually like it. I like that he doesn't talk. You're right. You don't know his motivations. In some ways, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Boba Fett was the same way. Yeah. And there's there, the less you say, the the more I He probably had about the same number of lines as Darth Maul, too. From... It's like three or four. Who? Uh, Both of them. Uh, oh, Boba Fett? Yeah. I think Boba Fett is more. Maybe. I think Darth Maul has a one, does he? No, because he says... I don't think so. Because Peter Serafinowicz plays right. his voice. Because um, he says... Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I'll look him up. But I like that. I like that. I did like... I think they underutilized this. I like the relationship of Qui-Gon Jinn and, and Obi-Wan. Yeah. And I like those two together. 
And I like the potential that they had. I think it was completely squandered. Darth Maul has two lines. Okay. Um, but I think it's completely squandered. But yeah, I, I did like that. Well, together. it's funny, too, because, uh, you know, the Red Letter Media makes a great point when they say Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn should have been combined to form one new character called Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. That's <laughs> the thing. is, I, it, Whenever I watch Phantom Menace, the, of all of the crap, the one thing that I am sad about is, like... Because there's always a moment where I'm like, oh, that's right, Qui-Gon Jinn dies in this. It's the only movie he's in. And part of me is sad about that. I'm like, I like him. Yeah. And I I like watching Obi-Wan be the student and learning from someone else. And I like the idea of, like, there could be someone wiser than Obi-Wan. So I want to know what that's all about. Yeah. Um, Well, and yeah, that's part of the review, too. He says, if Qui-Gon Jinn had to be a character, he should have just sat on the ship and been wise you know been been sort of like a wise old man yeah so there are certain i think the i think the real tragedy of the phantom menace isn't so much that it was just a bad movie it's that all of these seeds were planted that could have grown into something very fruitful yeah but but then was just spoiled well there's a great article uh about the (laughs) the trilogy right um that is that it argues it's a very long article but it's worth the read and I, I don't remember who wrote it or what the name of it is but it, it argues that the trilogy is like one or two plot choices away from being a good trilogy yes and it it mostly dives into the fact that like if if the jedi were wrong Mm-hmm. If we got more of the imp- if we got more of an impression that the Jedi are like no no we want to bring balance to the Force that means only Jedi right and uh, let's call him Hayden Christensen Anakin right it's like well that doesn't sound like balance to me you know yeah. instead we are told well I'm angsty so I'm gonna go be with these guys right they can save my woman I guess right you know and it doesn't yeah really there's a work. lot of um, it's not it's it's not equal in it's telling a good, I mean, a really good storytelling. Um, you're either, either your characters like in the original trilogy where it's your protagonists are so far on the light side, not the light side, the good side, you know, fighting for the forces sure. of good. I mean, I, I don't know that they are, but well, hear me out yeah. in a second, but you can either have like a really fun adventurous thing where, it's like there's the a very Cowboys clear the good white guy hats and, and yeah, the yeah. black guy and, and right <laughs> shit <laughs> son of a bitch Mel Gibson I have told you to get out of here <laughs> um, and the bad guys wear the black hats like yeah. it's there's just no question yeah. and you can see it in the lasers they see, shoot there's yeah. like red and blue exactly yeah. it's just it's no question these guys the lightsabers fight all for good and these sure guys fight they're very clear good guys and very clear bad guys um, or if you go the opposite way then everybody has a good argument. Whether it's a bad guy or a yeah. good guy, and his motivation, while seeming evil, is for it from his perspective, and you can justify why he would feel that way. Yeah, he thinks he's doing good, or she thinks they're doing good, and the good guys see it the opposite. Yeah, and you know I would I, mean? I would always prefer that. I think every now and then you get yeah. lucky, like with something like Star Wars. Even though right. I would argue that there are times where Luke looks like maybe he's going a little bit closer to the dark side. Maybe right. he's not sure what's but going that's, on. But that's part of the storytelling is that's that struggle. your white hats yeah. at some point come closer to that line, and right. that's that's the conflict. But either, you know, like I said, you can go one end where the, everybody goes to their separate corners and they fight... 
or everybody comes right to the middle yeah and they and they kind of discuss it out or they duke it out um the original trilogy goes i think goes the first way everybody goes to their separate corners we're the good guys they're the bad guys um nobody really kind of makes any bones about it going no we're misunderstood they're just like no we're the empire we want to take over everything no you can't take over everything yeah sure the prequel trilogy could have gone the opposite way yeah and said like you said where the jedis go no we need to bring balance and so we need to step up and be in control of everything yeah. and anakin's going no i don't think that's right that's and the bad balanced. guys are yeah. and you know and the dark side is going you know they're kind of like the dark side yeah you're kind of like the you know yeah, everybody's yeah. making an equal argument yeah but it doesn't do that yeah correct um, I think yeah, yeah, there's there's something that could have been done there, but yeah, you're right. It, there's a lot of stuff that could have been great in there. Do you see now why as well? I also just... cut the budget just in half. Yeah, and, and maybe him... less CGI. But that's what I'm saying. Cut the budget in half and make yeah. him try and figure something out. Right. Instead of giving him infinite amount yeah. of dollars and just going, oh, we can do whatever we want. Let's just do whatever we want. So now it it sounds like that just answered my question. Mm-hmm. But do you see now why I just ridicule? george lucas yeah i do get it oh believe me i get it part of you know and i i will be one of those guys who will always say as much as i also hate the the prequels it's his thing and he can do with it whatever he not wants. anymore he can't well not anymore yeah <laughs> um it's you know we have to take i'm i'm i've always been of the camp that with george lucas you have to take all of your complaints about the prequels or whatever you don't like what he did with a and grain you of mail them to Lucas mm, Ranch. Yes. The address is, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know you slip in the the dead rat with the package, but you pay the postage for it. <laughs> George Lucas is like Jared Leto again. Uh, um, but you have to take all of your your arguments or your feelings against him or whatever he did with a grain of salt because, like I said, it's his thing, and he's he's able to do with it as he wished and while we don't like what he did i think it's i think it's three quarters his fault and it's a quarter us for go- for being upset that he didn't make the movie that was in our heads uh like i'm not saying it's half and half i think it's mostly him even that i would see i would say it's half him and then the other half is like divvied up (laughs) is divvied up amongst like 20 other things like the the plinket reviews surmise that a big portion of the problem Mm. comes from everyone else in the making of the movie who would didn't stand up to him yeah but again i would say that that's but again i say that that is under the idea of like this is george lucas He's the creator of Star Wars. It's right. his thing. Yeah, sure. Um, but but he's also got... He's under a production company. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, but also, to be fair to them at that time... Like, we're in hindsight 2020 yeah, vision yeah. right now. At that time, they're probably in under the same impression that, that we were under under that time where we're like, George Lucas is making a new Star Wars movie. Probably not, because we were 12. No, b- but... What I'm saying yeah, is like... Yeah, no, I get what you're you know saying, what I mean? but like... George even when Lucas he, is making a new Star right. Wars movie. But even when he made the, the original trilogy, Fox was up his ass changing right. shit. Right, But when he was making the original trilogy, then he can... And Fox was up his ass. He can then turn around and say, well, look what happened when I made the original trilogy. 
don't go up my ass. And everyone's going to go, yeah, okay, I, Ex- I see that. Yeah, I guess, except that it's still, wasn't it still Fox? Like, Fox could say, yeah, but look what we did with your original trilogy. Yeah, but those people weren't around anymore. I guess, yeah, maybe not. You know what I, I mean, mean? I don't think it was the same people who were in charge of Fox yeah. then that were in charge of Fox in the 90s. Yeah. I mean, um, well, and the other thing I was going to say, too, is when you say part of the fault or a large part of the fault it rests in our minds. Well, for, it's well, well no, 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 hold on, hold on. Yeah. Well, I mean, a third. A third is a large part. No, fourth. I'll give it a fourth. Whatever. That's a large part to me. Listen, I'll take whatever I can get if you know what I'm saying. Is, oh. So look, if if to say that that's the case, I would argue that most of us didn't have a movie in mind, and that in order to establish that it is acceptable and possible to give critique to art, mm-hmm. you have to accept that there is a way to make good art. Yeah. And I, I don't think he did. No, I, again, I'm not. But me making these, this argument of, of you know, he didn't make the movie that was in our minds. I'm not saying that we're totally wrong and that he made good right, art right. and we're just not seeing it. I think it's much They're smaller crap, than you're saying. Believe that. That's me. what I mean. Is I don't know that we were hoping that it would be a movie that we had already determined in our heads. I think we just I wanted it to be was, very good. I think there were some things that, there things that we wanted. That we didn't get, and so that tainted our view of it. Nah, I think it was mostly good stuff. We wanted good stuff. No, we did, but I think because we got a lot of stuff. Like the the third episode three is not very good, even though we get to see Darth Vader, you know, become Darth Vader. It's yeah, but by then we're already fucked. Let's be honest. But that movie features like a forty-five minute Cirque du Soleil sword fight. Like it, it's oh, I know, yeah, so but bad. But we were already yeah. I I, I just. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you on any of the the, the faults of the the yeah, yeah. trilogy. I'm just saying, like I said, everyone wants to be like fuck Lucas and he's <laughs> terrible and he's a, and I'm like guess yeah he made three bad movies I get it but you know what they're his movies to make he can make whatever he wants. It's true. Not anymore. No. But he can make whatever he... He can finally make his Luke Starkiller movie. Yeah, go nuts. Go crazy. And I'll tell you what, if he did, I kind of want to see it. I'd probably see it. Yeah. Back to the Plinkett reviews. Okay. It's interesting how sad and hopeful they get. Like, there's a part where, where he is he is comparing actual shots right. from the original trilogy right. to the new one. Right. And it's really interesting to see, like, the calm serene moments right. of like yoda saying you know feel don't think use your you know that right. that sort of uh actually i think that's qui-gon jinn who says that i have to put that on the record but it's yoda yoda saying like um you know feel uh, the force around you it, it binds no, us do do, do or do, do not. not yeah yeah i don't know that that's the clip he shows but there, there are clips or the clip of obi-wan accepting his fate right. against darth vader right um and then <laughs> and then it cuts to like Grievous just spinning four lightsabers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I know. That's the thing. Is that's the thing with these with these movies? It's just they're like so bad. They're just so, and that's what I mean by cut the budget in half. Yeah. Like, just don't give him free reign, or just money. give it to the actors. Just give more money to actors. Well, get better actors. Not better, yeah, but like get but more good you, actors. Yeah. Instead of a if giant you're gonna spend CGI three character, billion dollars. Right. Yeah, instead of just like putting it into the landscape right. and making a blue screen and a green screen, right. let's get Gary Oldman to be in this. But that's what I mean is that is that you can and 
you know, you could get a good actor um, for cheaper than probably what you made for sure. that. For that CGI. Well, box. and also, you can probably get them cheaper than what they would charge for another movie. Right. Well, To be in a Star Wars movie. The reason I say cut the budget in half is that there's a, there's a lesson. It's in a book called... It's the director. novelization of Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. Yes. Uh, no, it's called A Director Prepares. Sure. And I want to say it's by Anne Bogart, but it's I could be by wrong. by Andrew Dunn. Yes. Um, but someone's going to be like, it's not by Ann Bogart, you fucking It's wonder. not by Ann Coulter. Uh, what, what, is, what is the point you're making? The point I'm making is there's a lesson in there, um, uh, and it's one that I've used a lot, is that uh, conflict or... Conflict spurns creativity. Sure. So if you're making a creative project and um, something comes up that throws a wrench in your plans, oftentimes you will have to develop something to get around it or to get over it or to get through it. And by doing so, you will actually come up with a better idea than if you were going straight through on that So like Julie Tamor, right? um, Does she do Lion King? Yeah. Yeah, she did Lion so King. you know she does Lion King and she's given nothing, mm. and right. she makes an entire set and costumes out of exactly. toilet paper rolls. Exactly, and then she does Spider Man turn off the dark. Yes, and she's given like eight hundred million dollars. Yes. and makes the biggest turd. Ex- well, that's and yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like if you had, if you it's were Julie Tamor theory, and you gone to George Lucas and he wanted to make a prequel thing, and he's like, I want three hundred million dollars, and you go. Okay, no, you can have $150 million. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to definitely be enough for you. Tell you what, you put the Ewoks in this one, we'll give you $160 million. Yeah, I'll throw in... I'll tell you what, you <laughs> cut out that fucking Jar Jar Binks, I'll give you an extra 10 million just for that. Um, you know that, that's par- what you know that part it? was originally supposed to go to Michael Jackson? I have heard that, yeah. too. You know that part, that part is secretly a Sith Lord? <laughs> I've heard that. I love that fan theory. It's one of my favorites. Do you, do you think it's Jar Jar's going to be Snoke? <sighs> no. Oh, I want it to be. I want that to be true just to see every nerd <laughs> in America's head explode simultaneously. Just like, no! <laughs> and not in a good way. It's not a no, like, oh my God, that's amazing. I can't believe it's I didn't like, see it. No, yeah, you're like, like, <laughs> like, how could they? It's oh. no like you you stand up in the middle of the movie theater, put your seat up, take your coat, and just leave and fall off a cliff somewhere. Yeah, it's just the <laughs> um, But yeah, like that's what I mean. Just cut it in half. Yeah. Whatever you ask for, cut it in half. And then when he's, he's like, like, but I need one sandwich. But I need it for cut this. It and half. it's like, no, figure it out yeah. some other way. Don't make a giant. Sounds crazy. like you got to go to the bank and get a loan. Yeah, and he's like, "Fine, I will." And they're like, "Oh, damn it, we forgot he's George Lucas. He can go whatever he wants." Shit! Everybody, call the banks before he gets there. I think there's traffic on La Brea. We got like half an hour. It's fine. All right. Do you have anything else you want to say no, regarding this? Not at reviews? all. Do you have anything to assign to me? Yes, I do. I did not bring it with me. So that's a no. But I do have something to assign to you. Great. Um, I'm giving you. So you have read Flash Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Um, which, as I recall, you did enjoy. Yeah. Okay. Mostly, yeah. Okay. No, nah, I hated it. Okay, It was great. the worst. Well, you it was what? the worst thing I've ever read. Great. Then you're getting something that's similar to it that I think is better. Okay. You're, either way, you're not getting out of this. That's why, it's, <laughs> that's why we call it an assignment. Oh, no. Um, I'm giving you Green Lantern Rebirth. 
Sounds good. Green Lantern Rebirth is also by Jeff Johns. Mm. Um, and, of course, Jeff Johns is someone who's very high up in the DCEU right now. Yep. So I think it's good, too. And he's great. Love and he's work. fantastic. Um, this is one of, I think, his best stories he's ever written. Nice. Um, Hal Jordan, to give you a little backstory, Hal Jordan, the Silver Age and Modern Age and most widely known Green Lantern, um, famously went crazy after the death of Superman, became a villain, um, and was called Parallax for many, many years. Yeah, I knew that. Um, He then, at some point, this is all backstory just so you know where it's starting from. Um, He then, at some point, as Parallax, at one point, something ate the sun during this thing called Final Night, and so there was no sun. And in a final act of heroism... He sacrificed his life and reignited the sun. Nice. Um, and then the soul of Hal Jordan became the Spectre. Do you know who the Spectre yeah. is? Yeah. Okay. So for a while, the Spectre was Jim Corrigan, and then Jim Corrigan was given Grant into heaven, so the spirit no longer had a, had a human side to him. Sure. And he needs a human side. Um, and so he, Hal Jordan became the Spectre for a long time. But everyone was waiting for the day since Hal Jordan is still kind of in this universe. When is when is Hal Jordan coming back? Um, this is the story of Hal Jordan becoming Green Lantern again. Nice. And becoming human all over again. Um, the Spectre was in Kingdom Come, I believe. The Spectre is in Kingdom yeah. Come. Yes. So Hal Jordan becomes that character. Nice. Becomes the Spectre for a little while. And that's where we start. Is that okay. Hal Jordan is the Spectre. Yeah. And you're waiting to see. And everyone's always asked, when is Hal Jordan coming back? This is the story of how he comes <laughs> Now back. we know. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Uh, I mean, I think so. And I will get it to you. But that is, it's a six, I think it's a six issue miniseries. Nice. That you'll like. I could do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what you got. That's it. All right, that's Sounds the show. Good. We that's did a show. Thing. We did another one. Uh, come back next week. We'll probably pick up from where we left off, or somewhere around where we left off with the book. Unless something thing. crazy happens. Unless something crazy happens, or we just get bored with it, and then whatever. Who knows? Listen, we make the rules. That's true. That's true. Um, God, this making up a story thing is really hard. I don't think so. I think it's a lot of fun. It is easy. a lot of fun, but I don't know how Eric Scalotti does it, like in an episode. I don't know how they make them funny. Yeah. Like, theirs are funny. Like, I feel like I can make a good drama out of things that already exist with characters I've grown up with. Right. (laughs) Right. That's the thing. It's like, they, on on not movies, they, like, just in 30 minutes make up something that's, like, hilarious. Yes. I'm like, what the? Yeah. They're just like, oh, it'll be John Candy. Yeah. And. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. He's going to be in the remake of. The last action hero. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. That's it. One podcast challenge to another. Eric Scott Lotti and everybody at the Not Movies Podcast. Last action hero. You have to incorporate John Candy somehow. Go. I'm going to get a text about this. I know it. I'll be fucking know it. I can't wait. Oh. The last action hero is actually a sandwich. It's a hero. <laughs> That's a that's a bonus. You can yeah, use that you one. You can use that. You don't have to, but if you do, you can use it pro boner. Oh, nice! All right, that's gonna be it for us. Uh, hey, Andrew. What? Hey, Andrew. Yes. Hey, Andrew. Yes. Do you want me to do it this time? I would love for you to do it this time. Too bad I'm not doing it. Where okay. can they find us? You can find us on Twitter.com, where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. 
can also find us on soundcloud.com slash the media lunch break you can subscribe to us there or on itunes or on uh, google play music you can also find us and subscribe to us on youtube by searching there um we've also got a patreon that's patreon.com slash the media lunch break you can find us on facebook uh the media lunch break on there you can send us an email at uh the lunch break.com nope at the media lunch break at gmail.com yes okay <laughs> or you can visit our website which is the media lunch break.com it's worldwide web dot the media lunch break dot computer that's not what dot com stands for what does it stand for it stands for commercial nope no it does no yes it does how could that be true because this is why you have dot we're not going to get into this on the podcast. I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> okay. Jeez. If you don't know where .com comes from... Google it. All right. So you want to know where .com comes from? Yeah. It comes from 